Say, shit, if this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. And now it's time for the nicest, most well-mannered man in Texas. On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hey, Avon, where are you? Where is A.A.Ron right now? No A.A.Ron, huh? I think he's a genius. Joey, you ever seen a grown man naked? You like movies about gladiators? Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Buenos dias, buenos tardes, buenos noches. And welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Hello, America. Howdy, Texas. Hola, South America. Thank you for joining us. No mires en mis pantalones porque no hay nada ahí. <laughs> Al gordo le encanta el pastel. This is Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey. Thought I'd give a little shout out to the many, many, many listeners that are south, south, south of the border. I cannot believe how many subscribers are coming out of Argentina and Peru, but that is so fucking cool, man. I am so stoked on that. So, uh, as much as I'd love to do an entire podcast in Spanish, I just don't think I've got it down quite yet. But, much love going out to you. You know what, I, I watched, when I was first learning Spanish, I watched a lot of... Um, you know, Telemundo and any any Spanish channel. Which, by the way, if you if you're one of those people who's been lucky enough to not have enough money to have cable, and you've actually had an antenna, and maybe this is only in Texas, I don't know. You know, you have you get like NBC, ABC, Fox, CBS, and then you okay, right? Okay, so you take your TV, you put your antenna on, and you do a scan, and it scans all the channels. Start showing it like one, two, three, four, you know, and it didn't like that. It's it's programming them all into your TV. All right. So like I said, you get your major networks, and then you get like twelve fucking Spanish channels. And not only do you have more Spanish channels than you do American channels, but they come in like super fucking HD quality. You don't even need an antenna to get Telemundo. You just turn on fucking anything, and there it is. It was like an HD before HD was even a thing. It was HD before HD even existed through an antenna. I mean, it's fucking amazing. There'll be a football match. Oh, my God. I love the... You know, <laughs> the culture's so different. These Mexican reporter women, they all have the biggest tits, and they wear the skimpiest dresses. Never see that in America. All the newswomen in America are so pasty and plastic and cookie-cutter. And I love how the Spanish announcers, they always have the thick, thick, thick accent. And, but whenever they say anything that's like American, like all of a sudden the accent just goes away. You know, they'll be like, Ian, las noticias de un hombre llamado Bob Smith. <laughs> and coming up next, we're going to toss a bunch of Mexican midgets through rings of fire. Oh, and the soap operas are the best. The soap operas, they slap the shit out of each other all the time. And the fucking close-ups on their faces with the organ playing. Oh. <laughs> the best. You don't even have to understand what is happening in the Spanish soap opera. All you need to know is that somebody is screwing over somebody else. Probably everyone is screwing over everyone else. Constant backstabbing. There's going to be a lot of slapping. 
a lot of really hot women going after a lot of not very attractive men, followed by midget tossing. <laughs> There's always some kind of fucking game where little Mexicans are being totally exploited. But, uh, you know, I, I guess it's good work if you can find it, right? I don't know. Oh, my God. Haven't had a day off in forever. I worked at the skating rink last night, did the night shift, and it was super crowded. It was like the first time I've gotten exercise in two weeks. I am at a bulking 260, but I wear it well. I do. I think I do. But I was doing uh, the limbo last night. I mean, not me. If I if I attempted to do the limbo, I would go down and I would not come back up. I could not imagine trying to squat and then make a forward-moving motion with my body to get underneath a pole. No, little children lined up to do the limbo. I announced it. It's great. They have a lot of fun. I make a game out of it. You know, I'm like, oh, we're playing for the gold here in Texas. The winner of the limbo championship is going to go to the gold medal games in Tokyo. And kids get all stoked. And, you know, then they get their little tickets when they win. So they can go get a suicide at the snack bar. But I stand at the end of the limbo because I tell the kids to go. And if they're in or they're out. And, you know, this is all in the middle of the skating rink. And the kids, the rest of the place, whoever's not participating is skating, of course, in a circle around the limbo. And this kid last night, he was going, like, full speed. And I don't know why. He, he I guess he thought he was going to, like, cut. The kids love to do this shit, man. They come, I'm walking the floor, you know, policing the area, being a floor guard. And they, they like to cut around me, just to get as close as they can, you know, like, whips my shirt. But I guess this kid, he was coming full speed, real good skater about 12 years old, comes flying down the fucking skating rink. I, he, instead of whipping around me, he just hit me, and I didn't fucking move. I mean, I didn't flinch. And he, I mean, I, I just blasted this kid, and it was awesome. I mean, he hit me, and he might as well have hit a wall. I didn't even move. I mean, he crushed him, and he hit me. And he didn't just, like, hit me and stop. Like, he hit me, and then it, like, went to the right, to his right. And he became, like, horizontal. You remember those, like, three-pronged boomerangs that they made in the 80s? You'd, like, throw them, and they'd go up, and they come right back to you. They were made out of foam. Okay, well, that's what this kid looked like. He hit me, and he was about two feet off the ground, horizontal, legs, arms extended fully, and spinning around, <laughs> hits the floor, spinning comes to a stop. I really, really, seriously put 100% effort into the safety of the children that I am responsible for. And no one gets hurt unless they are doing something stupid that they shouldn't be doing. Otherwise, I run a safe rink. I am a good policeman. Skating policeman. <laughs> so I was supposed to have a full phone interview with Aaron, the infamous Aaron, the bloodthirsty, ravenous, attempted homicide of Joey, Aaron. And unfortunately, he had some things happen on a trip to Dallas where he was not available. 
So as soon as he gets back into his neck of the woods in Texas, I am going to hopefully have an interview with him on Wednesday, and he's going to give the whole story in his own words about about him trying to kill me with his car. I'm not going to interrupt him. I'm just going to let him speak. I think it's going to be great. I know people want to hear his side. So that should be Wednesday. Definitely no later than Friday. So definitely tune in so that you can finally hear Aaron. He will be the first of many people I'm going to start making interviews like a a regular thing. I'm not going to make I'm not going to like dedicate entire shows to it, but I'm going to throw like 5 or 10 minutes of conversation with whoever. I'm trying to get some interesting people on the on the show. If you have any ideas about somebody that is looking for some uh, you know any kind of exposure, uh you know, fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. Give me uh give me a shout. Let me know. Free promotion. And uh, update on the YouTube channel for Fat Guy Loves Cake. I have officially crossed 13,000 views in the two months that I've been on the air. And that's like, that's on YouTube. There's no video involved. It's, it's just audio only. 13,000 views in 20-something shows. I am quite proud of that. I am actually getting comments, I'm getting emails, I'm getting responses, and I've just started, so I'm hoping that this is really going to grow, and, you know, please subscribe to either YouTube or Spotify, and tell other people. I I never shamelessly ask for promotion. I'd I'd like to organically get it. I'm just going to say it this one time. It'd be very cool if you guys could... Do that for me. So what else is going on? What else has been happening? Let's see. Um, watch a lot of football. I am I am a Cowboys fan, and I only, at this point, am watching football, not because of some sort of love of the sport, because fuck the NFL. Since the Cowboys are out, the only reason I'm watching now is because I wanted to see if the Bills could win, because I always root for the underdog, and especially a team that's been to the Super Bowl so many times and never won, and they're just like a cursed town in New York, and I, I guess it's just the way it's always going to be. They're never going to win. The Buffalo Bills managed to lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. I just want to see the 49ers fucking lose because I think they're a fucking fluke, and yet somehow they managed to pull off another win. So that's happening in sports. I saw a commercial for DiGiorno's. You know these commercials, DiGiorno Pizza, where they go, oh, you got delivery? And dude's like, no, no, it's DiGiorno, right? Like, that's the whole concept. This DiGiorno Pizza has been around for fucking ever. Like, as long as I can remember, it's been DiGiorno for like 20 plus years, and it's always been their thing. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. God, I'm not doing free advertising for them, but I'm going to fucking make fun of them, so I don't care. So it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. And that's, that's been their whole thing, every commercial, for 20 years, right? But never in my life could I ever imagine that scenario ever taking place. Not without really, like, making an ass of myself. Like, if I went over to a friend's house, if he had a pizza sitting on the counter of his kitchen, and I didn't see a box, and it looked like, oh, I don't know, a fucking pizza that was made in the oven, I'm not going to walk in and be like, oh, bro, you got delivery? And then he's going to be like, Pfft. 
No, dude, that's DiGiorno. Like, he's, like, don't you know? Haven't you heard? DiGiorno, motherfucker. DiGiorno. Delivery. This motherfucker said delivery. And then, like, all my friends are going to be like, fucking poser. Doesn't even know delivery from DiGiorno. Oh, wait, no, you're not supposed to know delivery from DiGiorno. But anyway, you know, in what fucking universe does that ever take place? Where I walk into someone's house, if someone was cooking a pot of stew, I'm not going to walk in and go, oh, cool, you got Boston Market? Or somebody's making fried chicken, oh, rad, you got KFC? You're like, what? Why, why would you think I have KFC? Do you see little boxes with red and white stripes? What are you, fucking lunatic? It's not DiGiorno. It's not, del- it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Here's how that plays out. Oh, cool, you got delivery? Oh, uh, no, I just threw this shit in the oven. You want some? It's okay. It kind of tastes like cardboard. Really fucking expensive, too. I should have just got delivery. Oh, you got delivery? Dude, fuck off, okay? Quit imitating the DiGiorno commercial. You're gay. I love making fun of commercials. They're so stupid. They really insult the intelligence. No one has conversations in commercials in real life. You know, like, no, you don't, have you ever actually sat down with someone, like, just in a random setting? And this does happen, especially in Texas, because everyone's very polite, and, and people love having conversations with strangers. I, I dig it. I think it's fucking awesome. You couldn't, I don't know anywhere else where you could do that. But if you sit down, like, especially at a bar, if you sit down at a bar, guy's drinking a beer by himself, and you go to order, and you give each other the head nod... You just start talking about who the fuck knows what, and that may turn into a two-hour conversation. But I've never sat down at a bar or been to the grocery store and looking at an item and had someone, like, sell me on it the way they do in commercials. You know, I've never... You know, like... Could you imagine? You're, like, in the uh, potato chip aisle. And the guy's like, ah, oh, you know what? I wouldn't mess with those lays. You know, you should try uh, Chester's salt-free, sodium-free chips over here. And then I go, oh, really? Why? Oh, well, let me tell you about it. And then the guy sells me on these chips like he's a goddamn representative for the company. Because that's how the commercials come off. Excuse me, sir, have you ever tried this? Oh, no, you would. We need, I'd love to see, like, a douche commercial where that happens. Woman's, like, trying to pick out a douche. Just, like, the camera pans over a, a whole bunch of douche products. And then some guy comes up and goes, you don't want to do that one. My wife's got the worst vaginal odor, and that did nothing. If anything, it intensified the wretched smell coming from her crotch. Now, this stuff right here is fantastic. It's like a, like a rainy day on a beach. <laughs> New from Vagisil. Rainy Vag. In stores. <laughs> Available at your local grocery. Oh my god. My cat's been trying to murder me. Junebug. He's my big, fat, black kitty cat. He is 16 pounds. I love him. He is the coolest cat. He's grumpy as shit. But he's sneaky. He's <laughs> he's quite spry for a fat cat. 
And I go anytime I leave my room and I'm walking from my room to the refrigerator, because I always am, because I'm fat, he darts out from underneath something and he, he hits, you know, like he's shooting for when my legs are at their farthest apart, you know, like left foot is way in front of the right foot. So I'm making like the triangle gap and he, it's like, he wants to make it through that. And he, he got me so good this morning. I fucking twisted my ankle. I thought I was going to not be able to walk for the rest of the day. Fortunately, it just hurt for a little while. He comes out of nowhere, like this little black furry cannonball being shot at me and he gets he, he makes it but the last part of him trips me up he knocks me down all the time i think he's trying to kill me and i wouldn't put it past it i've talked about cats before they have these personalities you know they're abusive cats you have to earn you have to really earn a cat's respect and even then they still don't give a fuck you look at them, you're like, oh, I love you. You know, and they look at you and you're like, oh, what the fuck ever, man. You know, because dogs are just like, oh, somebody likes me, somebody likes me. Oh, touch my head, touch my head. You know, but cats are like, I don't fucking care if you like me. I don't give a shit. Keep the bowl filled. Keep the water filled. You know, just, what, I'm sorry, you don't like me knocking things that are breakable off the counter? Well... Shouldn't put them on the counter. It's mine. It belongs to me. I'm the cat. I think cats really believe we are the pets. They are the owners. Like when a cat moves into your house, they don't like. It's not like they come and they apply or they ask permission. Like meow, may I please stay here? No, they just come in and they just fucking. They just like one day it's like oh well I guess I own a cat. Like you know you you're never like oh I wonder if the kitty wants to stay. No, the cat fucking made that decision. Well, you got good food? Okay, cool. You're willing to put up with my shit? Alright. That shit happens. You know, I have friends, I have, in my life, I've had so many friends who are like, I hate cats, and cats suck, and I'll never have one, and then all of a sudden one fucking comes into their life out of nowhere, and they're like, super cat person, and I love cats, and fuck you, don't talk about my cat. Then finally they get it, you know? Because they've been brainwashed. The feline comes into the house, and it puts this spell on you. You don't even know it. You don't realize that it's happening. And then one day you wake up and you're like, Jesus Christ, this cat runs my life. Like, I'm late all the fucking time because of this cat. I work my schedule around what's good for the cat. You can have, like, a, a beautiful woman. And she says, I got a hotel down on the beach, down in Galveston, completely paid for. Just you and me. You and me, we go and beers and we'll fuck all night. And all day, and I'll drain you, and we'll just, it'll be this majestic weekend, no strings attached, when the weekend's over, I'll drive you home, drop you off, you don't have to call me again, let's just go have a good time, and then cat owner goes, well, I, let me see if I can get somebody to watch my cat, and then you start going down a list of people, and you go, well, I don't know if I trust them for a whole weekend to watch my cat. I don't know if I, I don't really have anyone that I really think could handle that kind of responsibility. It's a fucking cat. If you don't feed them, they'll go and they'll eat something somewhere. They're little murder machines with little murder mittens. God gave them the tools to eat. 
you just make it a whole lot easier for them to not have to go out and do that. Cats love to kill. If you die, they will eat you. If I were a cat, I would love, like, you know, if I had, if I was able to take my human brain and put it inside of a cat, I would fuck with people so bad. Like, cats, to me, you know, people are always like, oh, dogs, you know, are great alarms. But cats are just as good, if not better. Their hearing is better, and they're like the silent alarm. When I'm laying in bed, and one of my cats is in my lap, and something makes a sound outside that I don't hear, from a dead sleep, from an absolute dead sleep, the cats will perk up and stare out the window. And I'll hear nothing. In fact, if I see, if I have, like, I have three that sleep with me, and if all three of their heads pop up at the same time and I didn't hear anything, then I pause my TV and I look out the window and I try and figure out what made them all perk. And then it's like 30 seconds later, I see the mailman walk up to my neighbor's front porch. And I'm like, wow. Like, they heard those steps coming from on the opposite side of the house outside whenever one of the other cats is coming up to come through the window. I mean, they just, it is unbelievable. They will, from a fucking dead sleep, their little heads will pop up simultaneously, all three, and alert me to anything, man. Somebody coming up the driveway. My window's facing my neighbor's driveway, and so there's always... Uh, heavy traffic if there's like uh, somebody going to their their backyard gate is right there. So anytime someone even gets close to walking up that driveway, cats alert me. No barking. No bullshit. Somebody tries to sneak up on me. Fuck that. I have the advantage. So yeah, I normally complain about how I diet and get nowhere, but I'm not gonna because I'm exercising and I'm eating the same, and I like being a big guy, and that's just the what that's just the way it's gonna be. This is my uh <laughs> this is my image. I am a fat guy who loves cake, and I'm gonna stay that way for a little while. You know, I was thinking last night, as I do, I was thinking about what is it called? Um anorexia, bulimia. I could look it up, but you know, which whatever Whatever one it is that you throw up, okay? And I don't get that. I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't understand how that works. You, you eat food and then you throw it up. But I can't eat food and if it's, if I take it right out of my stomach, then I, then it's, I'm, I'm losing all of the joy if I don't let it process. I mean, to me, throwing up after eating a meal is like the equivalent of, <laughs> Telling your girlfriend that you're just going to put the tip in. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have sex. Just, just let me put the tip in. Just let me put, just, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> like, no way I'm going home feeling anything but worse. Just a tip. Just a tip. Come on, baby. No, we're not going to have sex. Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> Oh, women, you will never understand the struggle. Back in the days when you actually fought us off, back when women, you know, before before you got to be 30 or more years old and started just giving away the farm for free, back when you used to say no, when we were all in high school and you had to really earn that shit. You'll never understand the struggle. Constant, constant 
please give it to me. And no, I'm not going to give it to you. Please, no, please. Oh, just a tip. Just just touch it. Just touch it. Just a little bit. Just touch a little bit. Just, just. You know what? I be illin'. I be illin' big time. I am just, uh, I'm off my rocker tonight. I came unprepared to speak on the podcast for Monday's show, but I'm in a good mood and I just thought I'd talk about whatever came to me. And here we are. So <laughs> this is what you get. I can't have a fucking wonderful story to tell every time. And if I just keep telling stories about jail, it's just going to sound like I've been to jail a whole lot. But I promise you there are many more wonderful stories to come in the future from me on Fat Guy Loves Cake because I have lived one hell of a life. And I love telling stories because I am a storyteller. Since I'm tripping now, I think I'll go ahead and, and wrap you out with the most appropriate song I can think of. Which is You Be Illin' by the classic, amazing, wonderful rap group Run DMC and Jam Master J. I am going to wrap this up now. Thanks everybody for listening to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Thanks for everybody that's subscribing. Thanks for everybody that's supporting. It makes me feel so good and puts me in a wonderful mood to go on and do more shows. Keep listening. doesn't cost you anything. I'm not asking for anything in return except your loyal ears. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, bright and early. Listen to them anytime you want. And shoot me an email if you feel like uh, suggesting an idea for the show or just saying hi or anything. I do not care. Fat guy loves cake at yahoo.com. And I'm going to wrap you out of this episode with you be illin. Yo, Jay. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Day when I was chilling in Kentucky Fried Chicken. Just minding my business, eating food and finger licking. This dude walked in, looking strange and kind of funny. Went up. His money. He didn't walk straight, kind of side to side. He asked this old lady, Yo, yo, um, is this Kentucky Fried? The lady said, Yeah, smiling. He smiled back. He gave a quarter and his order. Small fry, Big Mac. You be Ellen. Yo, Ellen. What you tell that kid? You be Ellen. Ellen. You be Ellen. Ellen. You be Ellen. Yeah.
yo, you be illin'. Mom's?